When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. I'm Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh Soundbite. I want to give a big hello, a friendly Winnipeg, Manitoba hello to Alex. And it's so good to have you here. And uh, it's pretty cool. You're in Smithers, BC. No forest fires. The summer has been great. And I guess a little thing called COVID and the pandemic have uh, kind of, I guess, changed the way we do things and of course you but it hasn't really stopped you because you've released some amazing new music and uh, i want to talk about though first your wardrobe something that you got nominated or put into a museum (laughs) yeah that was a it's a crazy piece of news because it's the first time it's the first time that i see myself at the beginning i have to be honest with you i don't know I didn't know how to take it. Is this a cool thing or is, is this meaning that I'm getting old? I don't know what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty cool. The Grammy Museum in LA, the city of Los Angeles, has now the outfit that I wore to the Latin Grammys last year when I performed. And it's going to be on display there on an exhibition for a whole year. So. <laughs> I think I'm gonna miss my 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 white leather Converse shoes. I think I'm gonna miss my fedora hat. I'm gonna miss all of it. I'm gonna have to wait for a year <laughs> to come back to me. Oh well, you're in some pretty heavy company with uh, Lionel Richie, I hear, and Taylor Swift. So hey, you must yeah. have done you must have done something right. <laughs> I think what I what I've done maybe what I've done right is to. Um, is to first of all to come to live uh, in such a beautiful place as where I live, you know, um, Smithers, BC. That allows me to focus and to concentrate and, and to forge a forward, you know, a career of uh, meaning and dignity and and uh, and all of that, you know, because music is very deep for me. Music is it's my life, you know. I take it very seriously. I make people dance and have fun with my music. I know. It comes from a serious place. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's, you know? yeah, but that's Cuba in you. And I want to know, how did you manage to come to Smithers, B.C.? Well, I, uh, I, I moved to Victoria first. Uh, I think that if I, if, I would, if I would have moved from Cuba all the way to Smithers, B.C., I don't think I would have stand a chance here to, to, to last a winter. To be quite honest, it was a, 
a crescendo thing for me was a, a work in, pro, you know, in progress. It was quite the process. Uh, but we spent four years in Victoria. I came to Canada the first time in 1995. I was the bass player for uh, one of my father's band. And while in Canada on tour with that band, I met uh, my wife in, in Vancouver. She was going to university in Vancouver, Simon Fraser. And uh, that was 1995. That same year, we got married. Uh, and then life be, you know, began to change for me. She spent a couple of years in Cuba living with me. And then we decided to come. And we went to Victoria first for four years. Um, and then after that, uh, our family was already, you know, um, big, I guess. You know, I had two, two kids so far uh, at that point, I mean. And uh, we decided to, we needed, because I was, I was beginning to travel a lot, and she was staying behind all the time by herself. So we needed to either go to Cuba to be with my family or come to Sweden to be with her family. And, and at the same time, of course, made, uh, you know, have the kids uh, grow in a, in, a, in a family environment, you know. And uh, Smithers was, was the, the destination. I think it was my decision. She will have been happy with going to Cuba. She loves Cuba. I love Cuba too. But for me, it was important to to remain in North America. I had something inside of me, creatively telling me that from Cuba I was gonna be just a Cuban artist. From Canada, from this place, I uh, I I have become global. You know, which is the energy of my music. I don't see differences in people. I see all of us together. I see music as a unifying vehicle, and and that is important uh, today more than ever. So, oh, and that yeah leads me to the next question. With all of this, Alex, and being in isolation, and a lot of musicians have been writing and wanting to get back to performing, but again, it's having that voice, right? And mm -hmm. you do it beautifully between speaking in your native language and then singing in English. And you've always maintained a real passion for where you, you grew up. So you, why is it that when young musicians right away, they have to find their genre, they have to find their sound and, and what that means and everything like that. Um, for you, was that, always, was that something in your mind? It doesn't seem to be, because now you say that you're global. Yeah, yeah, well, that is, um something that uh, sometimes is a little a little difficult for me to explain and and even more difficult for some people to understand uh, because people hear Cuba what, what do you mean uh, um, you know they people seem to know uh, you know that they know a lot about Cuba and stuff like that and when we talk about music you know most people know that Cuba is it's quite strong musically, you know, and, and it's famous in the world for its music. But uh, when I say globally, and, and, and when I put it that way, what I mean is, um, and this is the part that sort of, you know, confuses people. I gained full musical identity in Canada. I, when, I, when I was in Cuba, I wasn't a singer. Cuba, I never opened my mouth to sing. The, the very few times I did it, um, I wasn't comfortable because my voice is no Cuban. The sound of my voice is no Cuban per se. 
uh, Cuban voices have different sounds. They they are loud as a trumpet, for example, to be able to command a 16 or 18 piece band, you know, and the, the loud voice has to be there. I have a soulful voice, which is not seen often in Cuban music and even, even more in Latin music. Mm -hmm. So kind of allow me to discover that voice. And once I discover it, because I had nobody, I didn't have the pressure of, of, of a strong culture telling me, no, you're different. No, you're different. You're different. You, you know what I mean? I found a huge amount of space. And um, because, no, you know, most people don't speak Spanish in Canada. That never shut me down. That actually, I always saw the language as, as, as um, a, an incentive for me to, to become better, to be better all the time. Because I, some, something told me from early in my career in Canada that if your music, if what you do is exceptional, if it's beautiful, it will pierce the, the barrier of language like you have no idea. And so I, while I didn't have a Latin market right in front of me, I had a market that didn't understand what I was saying. So I took it as, okay, this is the world. I should aim at the world globally, musically, you know, what I do. And that's 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 what it, what I mean. Meaning, meaning I don't, you know how sounds and and even topics, uh, they have an aim culturally on on you know in, in different societies. You know, like um, all music done in Miami, for example, has to be rhythmical because people only like dancing, or most people only like dancing. You know what I mean? I like I like it all, and Canada allows me to express myself however I want. My only goal is always to make it beautiful that's all <laughs> <laughs> and that you do so let's talk about your new album mendo and and the meaning behind that and i guess the music that is in this absolutely one. What, what a year what a year uh, <laughs> that is it doesn't seem to be quite over yet but for us for creators for musicians i think uh, it was a moment to really realize how deep it runs, you know, in our veins, and how important it is, and how much it keeps keeps us alive, you know. Mm -hmm. Whoever took that for granted, for granted, uh, got to come face to face with it last year, you know, and say, "Oh my God, thanks God for for this song that I'm just writing now." You know, it's giving me the inspiration that that I need, you know, to keep going. Um, I got I received a phone call from CBC Radio, um, Vancouver, last year right after Bill Withers passed away. That mm -hmm. was at, at, almost at the beginning of the pandemic. It was the end of March, mm -hmm. oh, at the beginning. And they were, the phone call was to ask me if I would like to participate in a tribute show to, um, to uh, Bill Withers. They were putting together. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell you, um, I was coming off a really kind of... Um, intense moments because I had a I had a, a long tour uh, in the US that came down, you know, crumbling, that canceled completely. And I was like, oh, I was so looking forward to do it. Anyway, it took me a couple of days to answer the, that request until I, until I said, yeah, okay, let's do it. But the, the request, they, they wanted me, they needed us, they needed everybody that they were inviting, they needed us to record ourselves. Mm -hmm. and send the song because that you know everything was shut down right and i said okay 
So I set up my studio. I, do, I didn't find a better place than my, my living room <laughs> to set up my, my studio. And the way I went, I did record just the two of us, oh. which actually just hit a one million stream, streams on Spotify about three days ago. Oh my goodness. And it, blow, it, it blows my mind because it's only one guitar and one voice, you know, and it, it, I love that. But, but anyway, um, it, I say yes, and I, I, am I ever happy that I say yes? And when I sent them the song, they loved it. And I got an email saying that even some member of that staff, even, they even cried when they heard the song. It was a very fragile moment. Everybody was like, nobody knew what was going to happen. So we were all very emotional, I think. Um, and that was all, all it took for me to begin creating, and I didn't stop. And slowly started coming this album, and I started writing songs like no, you know, like like crazy, and reaching out to other you know singers because I ended up having five collaborations on the album, mm -hmm. inter international. But I think everybody was in such a, a a mood, an emotional mood, that creativity was the perfect thing, you know, to let all of that out, right? So they all got back to me immediately, saying yes, yes, you know, and the album put together itself quite. Quite easily, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's an album. Uh, at some point of the uh, of the creation of the album, which I titled Mendo, and it was released May twenty first. I I realized that I didn't want uh, the album to be deemed the album that came out of the pandemic, you know, because I, that was gonna make me I don't know, sometime in the future maybe not like the album, and I I love the classic appeal of my music. I like the fact that I can go back and listen to my first album still lowing, you know? Because I am a classic artist. I have that taste in music. And so I said, you know what? That is not going to be pandemic anywhere on this album. This is about life and how precious life is. And let's enjoy and unity and all and hope, you know? So I uh, that's, that's the angle I gave it. Uh, Mendo, for those of you that want to know, what Mendo means. Mm -hmm. Mendo, Mendo is an Afro-Cuban word uh, that I found very meaningful for the moment. Uh, it's a very deep word with a lot of layers. Anything that has ability, uh, unmistakable talent, that has um, unexplainable qualities to it, has Mendo in it. Mendo is something magical. It only comes from the soul. You know, oh. and I saw I, I thought it was the, the most appropriate thing or term to, to title my new album. Oh, yeah. so beautiful. Oh, so I know Thank that you. I was hoping that you could do an acoustic, but I know that, you know, things were a little rushed. But is there a chance that you could? Yeah, sure. Why not? I just have to find that. Would you give me just a second? I need to yeah. find my uh, cable. Sarah, what is the case for the... In the pocket of the case, there is my cable in there. Unless I... Uh... While I'm talking to you, I'm going to tune up. Okay. Where in Winnipeg are you? Uh, we are in Winnipeg, Manitoba. The capital of Manitoba. Right in the city, nice. I think you were supposed to do a show be just before or and then everything shut down. Yeah. I think at the Park Theater. 
Alex. Um, from the new album, we can do, we can do, um, Hay un disparo de luz en tu sonrisa que se apodera de mí como la brisa que enseña la sensación del movimiento que no conoce el temor ni el sufrimiento no es un eclipse del sol no es un pretexto no tiene acento ni voz le sobra el tiempo asciende desde el amor el más honesto me enseña todo el honor sin ser su dueño. Tu amor y tu amistad me significan más que todo cuanto pueda existir. ¿Y qué sabía yo? de amar sin condición, de sentimientos libres para dos. Nunca te he visto de azul en mi presencia ningún error te dejó en la tormenta aumentas tu desnudez con inocencia me has hecho el hombre en que soy sin darme cuenta tu amor y tu amistad me significan más que todo cuanto pueda existir. Y que sabía yo de amar sin condición, de sentimientos libres para vos. de sentimientos libres para vos. 
<laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you so, Thank so you. much. Oh, so pleasure. Oh, so great to meet you, Alex. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, you know, next year you'll be coming through to Winnipeg. So I'm we'll looking there. forward to it. It's, it's been a while, you know, so. I know. Yeah. Way to go. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Peace and love. for listening. This has been a production of ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.